Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is a special presentation for the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Here's Rick Uccino on the Believe Podcast Network. Hey there, guys. Rick Uccino here, SB Nation Believe Podcast Network. Big show coming up this weekend. It is NXT Deadline. My guest at this time has a first ever huge type of matchup inside the Iron Survivor this weekend. He is a two-time North American champion. He is the A-champ. He is the man who don't miss. It is Carmelo yeah. Hayes joining me here. How are we doing good, sir? Yeah. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, you hit it perfect. I could hit it like that, too. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what I would have said about myself. <laughs> Got it. I love nailing those things. Um, we'll, we'll get into to deadline here. We'll get into the iron survivor. Cause I yeah. do want to pick your brain on that, but I, I kind of want to start, you know, with, with your mindset here, right? Because anybody yeah. who has watched you perform new from day one promo one match one, not only how good you are, right. But how much, you know, how good that you are. Is there, is there a time in, in your career that you can kind of pinpoint as the moment that you realized, yeah, okay, I've got a chance to do some really special things in this industry. Uh, I think when I got signed, when I got signed, it, it was like, I knew I couldn't fail. And I think that the, the thing that's got me the furthest in, you know, WWE is believing in myself because I believe when you believe in yourself, they believe in you. And I think that that goes you know, as far back as like my first conversation with Sean and, 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 you know, pretty much telling him, Hey, if you give me the ball, I will run with it, you know, dead in his eyes. And I think that that was like, okay, well, let's see. And then here we are today. So, um, yeah, I don't even say, like, I know people have said, like, oh, you know, you're good and, and that. But it's not even just I know I'm good. I just believe in myself, you know. You now, should, everyone you, should be. I was going to say, have you always been a a, a confident person? Now, I'll, I'll get deep here with you. I I I, sh- I have struggled with, with self-confidence throughout my entire life, right? And so, you know, have you always been that kind of uh, confident person? And, you know, where did that come from? Um, so I don't know if you ever heard this quote, but it's uh, pretty much saying, like, uh, confidence is when you make promises to yourself that you keep. You know, so essentially, like, you, you don't let yourself down. So it's like, for example, like, I promised myself that, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try and keep it like simple. Like I promised myself that I'm gonna go out today and I'm gonna go to the grocery store. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the mall and I'm gonna go take a walk. And you do all of those things and you said you were gonna do them. And it's like, I did that. So the confidence I think for me personally just comes from backing it up and, and you know, doing what I say I'm gonna do essentially, that's it. All right, well, uh, a, a big chance uh, for you this weekend. You're, you're taking part in a first ever match in WWE. That does yeah. not happen often. So, you know, what, what what's kind of the mindset uh, for you heading into this match? Is there any extra kind of added pressure to, to make sure you always deliver, right? But like, is there is there any extra added pressure in the fact that, you know, this is a first time match. You want to try to kind of make this one memorable. So this thing sticks around. Yeah, uh, I don't want to say pressure. Um, I know there's expectations. Um, so I think that more or less, I just want to exceed those expectations. Um, I don't just want to, you know, live out to them. I want to exceed them. Um, and I, and then we will, like, there's no doubt in my mind that we won't, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people are confused as to what the rules are and it's because it's new and it's different. A lot of people are like, ah, man, how are they going to pull it off? But like the, the talent in this match is crazy. 
You got J.D. McDonough and myself, Grayson Waller, Axiom, Joe Gacy, you know, all real solid in-ring competitors. Um, you know, guys like J.D. McDonough and Axiom competed over in NXT UK and, and had great, you know, runs over there. So you got just incredible in-ring talent. So that alone, you're going to get, we're going to set the bar. Um, but yeah, going into it, man, I have a strategy. Um, I'm not going to share it on here, but I do have a strategy that, that I think is going to work out for me. Yeah, I mean, well, and maybe that you, you can expound on uh, this then, because I'm I'm looking at this. This is an interesting matchup to me because it's 25 minutes, right. so you can either get you can either start the match. You have full 25 minutes to to count up as many pinfalls as possible, or you enter yeah. in last and you get 10 minutes to rack up the pinfalls, yeah. but you're the freshest dude possible, and you can come in there and start wreaking havoc on dudes who have already been beating the hell out of each other. So, you know, right. what, what kind of spot would you prefer to be in? Yeah, uh, probably right in the middle. Probably right in the middle. Um, because you're right, yeah, like, if you think about it, like, you got that 10, that 10 minutes on that back end, really. To, to But I to, I look at it as catch-up because everybody else has been hustling and bustling, getting those covers. And, you know, if we're four up and you got nothing, good luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so then again, you're first and you're getting your butt whooped that whole day. I mean, that whole night, it's like, it might be a, it's a long night too. So um, <laughs> all of this is going to, you know, it's out of my control. Uh, so I'm just looking at it like, hey, when they call me in, they call me in. I'm just going to do, you know, do what I do. Yeah, it, it's an interesting uh, concept for sure. Uh, yeah, like you said, people are confused about it, but once they kind of get, they see it in action. I think people, yeah. Will, yeah, they'll they'll hop on board with it. And the and the stakes honestly couldn't be much higher for this match. A shot at the NXT Championship. Now that is guaranteed, but also yeah. the potential of a one on one match with Braun Breaker. Now, since you guys both broke out into the scene in NXT 2.0, you guys have been kind of linked with one another. You know, you ask people who the top breakout stars is. Whether it's your name first or his name first, you guys are always mentioned as the as the top two guys. Um, when you guys do eventually meet one on one, because that match has got to happen at some point, do you get the sense that this might be the start of like a, a really really great rivalry? Right? You think of like Brady uh, Manning type situation, or I guess more nowadays, you know, Burrow and Mahomes, right? Like, do you get the sense that that might be uh, uh, the start of something here that, with the way you guys have been linked with one another? Yeah, and it's wild because when on the very first day here that we signed, uh, Brian and I were very cool. And, you know, we were very, very like tight, like early on before we were even both on TV. And and you know, we didn't know this was gonna, we were gonna, you know, our you know paths were gonna be so similar or whatever. And it was just so ironic that him and I were so close early on. Obviously, you know, things, you know, I win the title and he wins the title and I'm the A champion, but he's the A champion. And so, yeah. you know. It, it got a little bit like, um, but it will come back around. Uh, and, and that's the match that I want. You know, I mean, if anyone's going to be Braun Breaker, I think I'm the one to do it. Um, if, you know, you know, I respect Apollo. I know he's Apollo against Braun Breaker on Saturday at deadline. Um, you know, best of luck to you. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. Braun's a great champion and, and he's been, you know, very <laughs> impactful in NXT 2.0 and in NXT, you know, so I think I'm the one to do it. Uh, I think the last time you guys, at least on television anyway, were in uh, the same match together, I think it was War Games last year. Um, you yeah. know, what did you think about War Games being moved to Survivor Series this year? It was cool. I thought it was really cool. I, I wish we could have did it in front of more people just because we killed ourselves. Um, 
like you know i thought it was cool and it was in my hometown too man so i was like oh, man i wish i could have been there but uh i'll get another opportunity at it again it's not it's not the a match that you really want to be <laughs> but <laughs> got to do it once but if we got to do it again i will in front of more people yeah i was gonna say it kind of made that transition onto the quote-unquote main roster and, and speaking of things that move to the main roster it seems like any time that there is any kind of surprise element these days on raw or smackdown everybody wants to to point at, at old carmelo <laughs> hayes over there and it seems like this is something you you would like to have a lot of fun with sometimes yeah <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i play along sometimes i do like with the hit row thing and stuff um no nah, i mean I don't know. It's it's cool like that people really do see me in that regard a lot and that people are anticipating me and expecting me. And, and that means a lot to me for real. It really does. Um, but I just, you know, I'm focused on what I'm doing here in NXT right now. I mean, but then again, who knows, man? Like this is WWE. They could call me, you know, tomorrow uh, for whatever. So I, you know, it could be me. Um, but as far as like Personally, uh, right now, it's just like I'm just so focused on what I need to be doing in NXT that, you know, I'm, I try not to entertain those those ideas too, too much. You know, but you, is it kind of hard to put that out of the mindset? You you did work a match on on main event recently, right? So obviously there's going to be the, the kind of speculation, you know, they're looking at you at, at, at some at some point. Is it hard yeah. to put that out of your mind and focus on what you're doing in NXT at all? Uh, there was a period where I was kind of like, well, after I lost the title, it was like, oh, okay, so like, this must mean I'm, you know what I mean, Th to myself, to myself, because yeah. nobody has said anything, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, maybe this is it, but um, no, nah, like, I, I actually even reassured Sean, I said, hey, I just want you to know, like, my head and my heart and everything is here in NXT, um, because every day, like you said, man, like, um, mellow to the main raw, you know what I mean, everyone wants it, and, and I wanted to. But, you know, there's things I want to accomplish here. We talked about the match with Braun Breaker. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't think I would feel okay if I went to the main roster and I didn't get to compete for that NXT title. Um, so there's a lot of those type of things. Like, let me let me have that moment before I, you know, say bye to NXT. I mean, and, you know, I, I think look, it, it's no secret that there was a bit of a disconnect between Again, the main roster in NXT in the past, uh, two different heads of creative kind of running those brands. But now with Triple H kind of running everything, it definitely seems like the two worlds are more cohesive and and woven together. Um, you know, has the the transition with the change of creative lately, has there any been kind of major differences for for you personally? No, um, no, because like Sean has always been pretty much NXT is, was its own island. I mean, obviously, they probably had, you know, people you know, to, to answer to, you know, whoever. Um, but I think Hunter and Sean are so close that it's really like a collab, like you said, like a cohesiveness in a way um, where it's, they're not, there's no fastballs going to be pulled on anybody. You know, it's not like, he's not just going to say, Hey, we want mellow tomorrow or like right. now. And Sean can, you know what I mean? I'm sure they can collab and be like, Hey, well, like, what if we get them in? You know what I mean? I'm sure it's something like that. Um, yeah, but no. Yeah. Hey, we just made Keith Lee a double champion, and oh, he's on Raw like SmackDown like a month later. Yeah, that kind of situation. Man, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, wanted to ask you real quick, uh, final question here, because uh, I, I do appreciate your time, but I know you've had a busy day. Um, one person who has been in the news a lot uh, lately is somebody who 
used to be in NXT. Do believe you guys were there at the at the same time. Now reports are sometime next year he's going to be back uh, with WWE, possibly with NXT. What would you know getting to work with William Regal uh, once again mean for you? Yeah, I learned a lot from Regal. I learned a lot. He was actually a pivotal like uh, person to get me into WWE. Uh, he was one of the guys that vouched for me to get to WWE because you know how he was. Uh, he had an eye on the Indies in a lot of ways, and he could you know spot talent. Um, so yeah, so if it's true, if he is really coming back, I'm super excited, and you know we'd love to have him back here. I think he'll. A lot of the people, newer people here, will benefit from having him here uh, because he's a wealth of knowledge. That guy knows so much, and he's so freaking passionate about this. And and he will help you if you want help. He will help you, and he will go above and beyond to help you. So uh, yeah, I hope he does end up coming back. That'd be awesome. All right, good stuff. We're looking forward to NXT Deadline this weekend, the Iron Survivor <laughs> Challenge. Good luck. Yep. I hope you get that match with Braun. And, you know, when you come up to the main roster, finally everybody will be uh, ecstatic and happy and we can end all the speculation <laughs> nonsense yeah, on social right, media. Right. <laughs> okay, nah, Rick, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.